Good morning, good afternoon, wherever you are, this is Chris down on the beach. It's the middle of the day, would you believe, and it's been raining, but we've got a clearance, so I'm down here. I was down early at, this morning at six, but with a client, so, uh, wow, it's gorgeous. Absolutely gorgeous, and I'm sort of winding, meandering my way up at the middle of the day to take a bit of a break before my afternoon coaching sessions and, uh, and uh, have a dip. Uh, today. So I've done a couple of Loom videos and a blog on personal change and uh, which is which are targeted towards lately stress management and I think maybe that's a good topic for us to have a chat about today. I put one of the Loom video audios uh, on uh, SoundCloud so you should have it by now um, the one before this one and uh, so I don't want to repeat it all, but let's just talk about it for a minute and talk about stress. We, stress has a, a really bad reputation. Firstly, because um, it's not healthy. So st stress uh, is not healthy. And what the statistic is that about 90 something percent of the world's population die from it. Very few people die of old age. So whether it's a biological decay, a psychological decay, a financial decay, an emotional decay or a relationship decay, stress, uh, which comes from that, usually drives us to the grave. So being able to handle stress is kind of like you'd think would be a pretty high priority for all of us. Um, but it's not. What's a high priority for most people is stress relief. Now, that's uh, like driving your car as fast as you can, burning out the tire, then taking it to the garage saying, can you please repair it? So, it's actually not stress that's causing a problem. It's our inability to deal with it and stress relief which means going to yoga or meditating or doing all this stuff is absolutely the causation of illness of the cause it's the causation of stress damaging our lives now there's a couple of things that we need to talk about firstly stress is nature's way of saying evolve and that's therefore a positive sign because you only get called by nature to evolve if you've grown. So you evolve to the next frustra, the next layer, the next level of life. And therefore, stress is a good sign because it means, oh my goodness, you've just expanded. You've expanded. That's a great thing. Whether it's domestic, personal, emotional, mental, financial, whatever. And sometimes it feels like things have compressed into stress or shrunk, but they never can. You always expand into stress. Now, what a lot of people will do is try and contract out of stress. They'll try and shrink their relationship. What the standard response of people when they hit stress 
is to try, wish, is, is to wish and hope things were as they used to be. In other words, hope that things revert back to a non-stressful experience. So what they do is they start to beat up everybody around them or, or tell everyone around them that they're causing them stress. You, you hear it all the time. You are causing me stress. My boss is causing me stress. My company is causing me stress. My friends, my family, my health is causing me stress. And you see people wish that they could revert back to an era. So go, f in other words, go forward, in which is really backward, into a place when they weren't stressed. So that response to stress, which is to compress or decompress back into a state of non, non uh, of calm or tranquility, that reversion is the cause of early death because we're not responding to stress properly. Stress is saying adapt, evolve your bastard. It means think different. So an athlete, for example, goes to training, stresses their body, then they relax, eat well, and they know that by pushing their body under pressure, stressing the body, they've challenged themselves. And if they give themselves the amount of uh, food and nutrition and, and recovery process, uh, they, the correct amount, the next day they will be better for it. They will have expanded and become a faster, healthier, more um, capable athlete. And of course, if you meet a business person who has evolved as a result of the stresses they've been put under, they also have expanded to a place of leadership. So we expand as a result of stress. And it's our belief that, we, that when we see a calm person, they are, they are stress-free. But a calm person is a person who is adapting to stress, is expanding to encapsulate the new level of stress. And so we uh, need to, A, celebrate stress, say, wow, what an opportunity this is for me to change my mind, change myself. What an opportunity this is to expand myself instead of hammering the kids or hammering your partner or hammering your boss or hammering someone saying, fucking bastard, you've made me stressed. That's a silly response. And that leads to early grave because then we get like a, a, a block in the pipe. We get uh, jammed, a log jam. And you see, stress. those people don't go away. They don't change. They pretend to change. They don't change. And so what we do is we keep saying, please change, change, change. Don't stress me this much. Don't give me this much workload. Don't give me this much pressure. Don't tell me. And we push back. And in the pushing back process, we start to accumulate stress because now that person is on eggshells as well because they can't be authentic because you've told them to push to back off. And then the decline starts. Everybody's compromised, everybody's in a stress state, but they don't admit it and they're not evolving. 
So the, 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 that's the first thing. The second thing is that people try to, they have a metric of what it looks like to be not stressed. And their metric is calm. Now, calm is cool. Nobody's arguing calm is not cool. But calm is not sustainable. It's just a, let's say, a benchmark, a grounding place, a place we go to uh, for recovery and relaxation. But calm is not sustainable as a life space. The life space, the real life space, is getting stressed. Because that's kind of like the, unf the stuff that breaks us down so that we can adapt and evolve. And no different, again, to an athlete who will go into hard, uh, hard days training for the purpose of challenging their body, breaking it down, so that then the next thing uh, their body can do is, is, is adapt. So we, we have an opportunity, uh, I believe, from stress to adapt. Now, the, the problem with adaptation is that uh, for people who are adept at thinking, they will think, well, I just have to adapt my mind to the stress and then it will go away. But there's a lot of what's called um, compensatory stress management, where we, uh, we might be mentally stressed by somebody and we go, oh, I'm going to balance that. But what we've done is, in fact, not expanded to encapsulate the strength. What we've done is thought through it, but our body is still in a state of tension and it hasn't been given the chance to recover or the environment, our connectivity. So what I did is created the back on track, the power hour, and so I could articulate what is required for a body to adapt and a mind and a human being. So I broke that down into seven phases which, are, which encapsulate all seven areas of life. So a balanced person is balanced in all areas of life or seeking balance in all seven areas. And uh, a, a, a person who is adapting to stress is adapting in all seven areas of their life, not just one. And so on a daily basis, we need to spend a little bit of time in each of the seven areas of life in what I've called a, 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 a melted state, a, a, a state of adaptability. Now, we can't spend all day in that state of adaptability, otherwise we go nuts. We'll have no identity, no personality, no character, no productivity, no clarity, no sensory position, and certainly we would not be in order to balance the chaos of stress. So. What, what I've proposed is to spend maybe an hour, if you can afford it, two. Um, and and I, would, I would say, given the lifestyle I've chosen, I can spend three hours in a state of adaptivity. I, I'm in a state of flux for about three hours a day, evolving and growing and trying to work through stuff. So I stay ahead of the stresses that are being placed on me in my life in a physical, emotional, mental uh, 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 financial way. So, but most people, none of us, most people don't have my lifestyle that you have kids and you have jobs in companies and things. And so therefore you're faced, uh, really often with, um, really often with, um, uh, the need to compress, compress this, um, molten phase of life into 
an hour. And so we created the back on track or the power hour so that every area of life gets a state of flux, a state of moltenness. Now that doesn't mean your relationship goes into flux or your health goes into flux. What it means is it, you go into challenge those areas and, and adapt, expand. And we benchmark that by saying, when you've finished your expansion and you've done all seven areas of life and you come back to normal, you'll experience three things, which is what we call frozen, grounded, healthy, uh, uh, fixed proposition for the remainder of the, the 23 hours of life. And that is the four uh, benchmark positions are gratitude, presence, certainty, and love. Now, they're easy to remember and they're very easy to achieve, but they are not permanent. What they are is the state we're in when we're frozen, when we're in a state of productivity and we're in a state of parenting and we're in a state where we're giving rather than taking or worrying about ourselves. So we limit the phase of all these things where we go into self-adaptation uh, and by benchmarking what it looks like when we're not in a phase of self-adaptation, self-management, we become productive. And productive, a productive human is in a state of gratitude, presence, certainty, and love. They're the four states where we are most productive, where we are most happy, where we're most giving, where we're most um, earning, where we're most celebrating. So, um, uh, so therefore we don't become self-obsessed and become, in, in, how do I feel, how do I feel, how do I feel? How do I feel, how do I feel, how do I feel? Because at the end of the day, it doesn't matter how you feel. It's what you do that matters. And people become 24 hour obsessed with how do they feel? I feel this, I feel that, 24 seven. They don't even give themselves a break. So we've got the lifeguards here telling people to piss off so that I can go for a swim. Isn't that good? Or everybody else can go for a swim. Telling the surfers to move over. All right, well, uh, I think that's a good time to stop. Hope you've enjoyed this today. Um, any questions, let me know. Bye-bye.